What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TamanBaseballFan.com. I've got a new article up on my website, TamanBaseballFan.com, under the blog section called What is a Super Collector? Uh, some people uh, spell it as one word, Super Collector, and others uh, spell it too. Uh, but no matter which way you spell it, um, it actually is a word that kind of elicits a lot of emotion for collectors. Uh, many people... Uh, really, really, really strive to be one. And a lot of times I get this question, what is one? So what, I, what I've done is I've put together an article. I'll go through it here. Um, part of it is actually from my book, Confessions of a Baseball Card Addict, that you can get at amazon.com. Um, but I will go ahead and go through this. And uh, yeah, let me know what your thoughts are. So uh, before I go any further, I thought I'd give it a shot to kind of really describe what a super collector looks like. So generally speaking, a super collector is someone who simply obsessively collects a certain niche, uh, be it a player, team, or, or whatever, with laser focus and goes way beyond casual collecting. Uh, super collectors typically share many of these types of characteristics. I'm going to list a bunch of them. Uh, number one, there's like an extremely clear and apparent intentionality about their collection. Uh, their most vivid dreams are about landing a rare item. I've had that happen before in my past where... Uh, I feel like I'm like I'm I'm actually dreaming and I'm in some shop in another country and I see like some kind of uh, uh, advertisement for some coins or something of uh, of baseball players <laughs> in a different language or something like that in the in the window. So I, I always thought that was that was kind of fun. So uh, their collection uh, is heads and tails better than most in their collecting niche. Uh, their spouse despises the object of their desire, mainly because the super collector typically goes overboard. Uh, there is, they have significantly more cards in their collection than cards on their want list, including the incredibly difficult to obtain pieces. Uh, another item is they're considered by the vast majority of the collecting community to be a super collector. Um, their favorite memories in life have to do with capturing a rare card. Uh, they have possibly a pet or a child named after their favorite player. <laughs> uh, vacations are planned around new card releases and, I, and no joke. That was me like not necessarily planning vacations around certain new releases of cards, but actually uh, being mindful of those releases. So I could just kind of take an extra uh, step and making sure that I don't miss anything. Uh, when anyone asks a super collector, what's new in life? Their first thought is to respond by sharing uh, what new cards they recently picked up. Uh, they may have a room that looks like a shrine dedicated to the object of their affection. Uh, and uh, non-collectors may typically think that super collectors genuinely have a problem. Uh, and that may not be far from the truth. <laughs> uh, to other collectors, a super collector's name is what may first come to mind when they think of the player they collect. Uh, for example, when I hear about Andre Dawson... Uh, I think about uh, his stellar career as well as Dustin and his amazing collection. He's got over 150,000 cards of Andre Dawson alone. Um, whenever I hear about Mark Teixeira, I don't think about just how great of a player he was. I think about Robert and his jaw-dropping collection that boasts over 1,000 one-of-one cards. Um, same thing with uh, uh, Anthony and his Gary Carter collection or Richard and his Wade Boggs collection. They're all incredible collections, and you think of them first whenever you think of the player. Uh, and th that certainly has a lot of advantages to it as well, um, of course, when it comes to collecting. Um, so being synonymous, synonymous with a player 
uh, collecting niche is really kind of the dream of any super collector. So, um, and, and this, this next section, I'll, I'll call it confessions of a former super collector. Um, ever since my sell off, uh, I've purchased, uh, multiple Jose Canseco large collections and super collections and at times I've accumulated much more than I ever anticipated, uh, all while trying to assure everyone that I personally wasn't a super collector again. And a few times this was met with face it, Tanner, you're a super collector, uh, yeah, you know, give you kind of like an example of one of the reasons why they would think that is, you know, I, I posted an article, uh, about a year ago or so, like just that had like these beautiful outlays of like multiple patch cards of the same card. So like uh, dozens of these 2005 prime patches of Jose Canseco, they looked great together. You know, it's a great photo op for sure. Um, so I, I had boxes and boxes of cards like this and other patch cards, um, now, something to take note of is, uh, you know, while I had dozens of these prime patches, I have exactly zero of them now. Um, after taking a step back, I had to reevaluate. Uh, am I cl super collector or am I not? Uh, surely I'm a big fan of collect what you like, but at what point does a card type lose its specialness? And so I found for me that I had a lot of lingering super collector tendencies. Um, over the past couple of years, I decided to, you know, I learned really to kind of keep only what I love and buy only what gets me excited. And, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. Having several of the same patch card makes for, makes for a fun photo op, but the ability to really hold one and admire it for what it is gets much more difficult when it's surrounded by several others that look similar. Um, an example is, uh, some SP game use patches. I had six of them. Um, and I ended up selling all of them except for one. Um, same thing with another uh, SP game patch. It's, uh, uh, I believe it's uh, called Hall of Fame Numbers. It's numbered at 33. I had three of them. I ended up selling two of them and just keeping one of them. Um, again, it was fun as a photo op um, to see all three of them together. But, but having all three of them, they just kind of seem to... I don't know. They kind of seem to lose their specialness altogether in my in my boxes here. So I just kept one of them with my favorite patch, and that was, and that was it. And that uh, you know, did you know that every card in your collection that you don't absolutely love is keeping you from doing something spectacular? It's true. Think about it. If you are like most collectors, you potentially have hundreds or even thousands of dollars in cards that could be used to get something amazing. Uh, think about how much money you have wrapped up into cards that you rarely look at, and then think about what you would do with that money now. Would you get a Babe Ruth or Ty Cobb? Uh, much of this is doable for many, and that's exactly what I did. I came to the realization that these boxes of Canseco relics I had uh, multiples of and were just sitting on my floor could be turned into something jaw-dropping. Uh, so, you know, if you've been following my story over the past few years, you've seen me pick up some Hannes Wagner's. Babe Ruth's, Shoeless Joe Jackson's, Ty Cobb's. Uh, I would have never dreamed of these previously. And to be sure, uh, I did have to buy and sell quite a bit to work up to these types of cards, but it all started with letting go of what I wasn't really in love with. And uh, every now and then, a rare Conseco card will pop up on eBay that I've never seen before. And before clicking buy it now, I have to step back and ask myself, you know, is this something that... Uh, I'd buy as a super collector or someone who truly loves this card. And uh, many times I, I find out that I simply, it simply wouldn't make sense for me to buy it. So I hold off. And, you know, that's certainly a discipline in and of itself. 
Uh, and by the way, that also freed me up to focus more on Jose Canseco baseball cards that I absolutely loved. As it stands right now, and I literally just counted this morning, I have a mere 165 Canseco cards. Truth be told, I could probably get rid of about 15 more. Uh, psychologically, this has allowed me to appreciate uh, what I have much more than when I had a ton of everything. You know, it's no longer about quantity. It's about quality. It's like that diamond cutting stage that I uh, talked about a couple months ago. Um, it also allows me to display my favorites. They stand, they stand out uninhibited being surrounded by 10 other cards with different color foil. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm on the blog posting that I made about this, I have a picture of uh, some of my favorite Conseco cards as well as my favorite vintage cards. And, uh, you know, so with all of the buying and selling I've done over the years, a lesson I've learned for me anyway, is that it's more satisfying to have a small group of cards that I never get tired of looking at instead of constantly trying to get everything just because I don't have it. Uh, seriously, the cards I have displayed put a smile on my face every single day. Uh, and that could be you too. You just have to figure out what does it for you and what doesn't do it for you. And so that in and of itself is a learning process. It's finding your collecting voice I've talked about before in the past. Uh, for me, it's all about having a small collection of cards I can display. But for others, it might be as a super collector. Uh, going through the process of putting together the biggest collection of any given player. Um, or team or, or sets or whatever it is. Everyone's different. Um, it's just a matter about finding out what you love and how to collect in a way that makes most sense to you. Uh, and gosh, guys, that's what I love about this hobby. There's so many ways to cut this up. Um, and uh, it's just, if you let it, this could be so fulfilling of a hobby and so relaxing and enjoying, enjoyable um, on the blowout forums. I noticed that there's a thread about somebody talking about using collecting as a stress reliever. So uh, certainly that's what it can be used for. It can also be um, a huge uh, point of stress as well. You just got to be careful on that for sure. So anyway, so uh, that in a nutshell is kind of like what a super collector is, what I think a super collector is. Um, and uh, yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts. Feel free to email me, tanmanbaseballfan at gmail.com. Uh, check me out on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash tanmanbaseballfan. Uh, Twitter at TanmanBBFan. Don't forget to check out my book on Amazon, uh, Confessions of a Baseball Card Addict. So thank you as always for listening. I hope you have a great day.